This is Rick Simpson, and you're listening to The Mike Wise Show. People have to come to realize that cannabis is not an enemy of mankind. It is actually man's best friend. And we can produce the greatest medicines on this planet from this wonderful plant. So please look into what I'm saying, and I think you will find the truth for yourself. of the world you're listening to the mike wise show here on tokeradio.com proud to be here glad to be here happy to be here wasn't here last week i can't even remember. oh yeah so i was in illinois last week yeah jerseyville illinois but i'm back you get to hear my beautiful voice the best two hours of your life here on the mike wise show hey we got some special guests we got the endo max crew here brad and elaine um so we're going to be getting into a lot of lighting, a lot of uh, cool lighting, horticultural type stuff um, that I haven't gotten to get into yet because I haven't gotten the chance to get Brad in the studio. Well, he has no excuses now that I'm in Denver now, and we got him here. Say what's up, Brad. One more time. How's it going, guys? Pretty good, pretty good. So before we get into it... <laughs> I'll just give you guys a brief outline of what we'll be doing today. There's a lot of uh, a lot been going on, a lot with the film I'm working on, a lot going on there, a lot of behind the scenes. You know, no matter where you are, be careful because the drama llama will find you, and we have been found. So uh, we'll we might touch on that a little bit uh, later on here in the show. But before we get into it, I'm going to jump back into the music. Coming up next, Dumping Them All, DJ Newmark featuring Bumpy Knuckles. Tokeradio.com. Well, I'm 
got the mic in all of New York, filling them, corrupt mob, killing them. For all my little homies on the island that's stranded like Gilligan. Remember our wars living in the pen, independent in the court and you ain't giving in. Black defending in the court and you ain't gonna win. But you gotta fight like you gotta rock chin. Plus your man got a lesser charge and they rock him. So you do some box time and probably drop 10. Study Freddy Fox, work and find that hot 10. Then you school the celly up and sell block 10. Or what real news are innocent to when we lock in. Yeah, sex like a full fifth, keep cocking. Shells drop into the beats I sing. They say, ain't that the kid that tried to get it rock him? Yeah, that could have been a problem, but it didn't stop him. Tell his daddy, but I found out his daddy was a damn hustler. Lil Flip, represent 713. Uh, now when you see me in the Lamborghini speeding, bumping screw, I know you see my license plate. Lil Flip number two. I used to skip summer school and hit the block and move work. That was enough to buy some shoes, pants, and a new shirt. Now I'm shining like up, wearing diamonds like up. We got everybody else music sounding like us. But hold up. You better get your own style, cause we been bumping screw down here for a while. When you see me at the mile, just me and my dolls. I'm shopping with them, cause I ain't tricking for a brawl. I do shows and rock crowds, and then I get paid. Summertime, I'm on dubs. Wintertime, I'm on blaze. Whole clip living late, man, we all got this. My crib's so big, I ain't even seen my room yet. But hold up. You better get your own style, cause we been buying six-figure homes for a while. When you see me in the vibe, murder dog in the source, and a double X standing next to a push. I get paid with my voice, so I pimp these beats. I hate commercial rap, so I pimp these streets. It don't work, you don't eat. That's a known fact. I don't just ride and I know how to act. But hold up. You better get your own style, cause we been be up with magazines for a while. We the 713, the type of rappers y'all never go be. We making money y'all never go see, cause we represent the 713, Houston, Texas. And when you see me with Tigger on BET, or 106 in Park with AJ and Free, or MTV, come take a look at my house. And after that, come take a look at my mouth. Yeah, I represent the South like Pastor Troy. And I'm still fresh and clean like Andre and Big Boy. But hold up, you better get your own style. Cause we been talking this shit on TV for a while. When you see me with a sweet blowing smoke out my nose. Nine times out of ten, I'm probably blowing hydro. So don't blow my high, just leave me alone. Cause I get high like Cheech and Tom. They call me Afro Man when my hair ain't braided. I got 20 tattoos, but I'm still educated. But hold up, you better get your own style. Cause we been smoking high time weed for a while. When you see me at the club, I gotta get my floss on. Techno marine shining, and I got my cross on. I got a brand new phone. Cause I'm a rich nigga. And when people call, you can see they picture. I'm still a little flipper, but my money got taller. And my bins got wider. And your Honda got smaller. But hold up. You better get your own style, cause we been acting bad, driving cars for a while. When you see me big pimping like UGK, I'm chopping on blades, candy paint job gray. I'm sitting on 20s, but I'm 21, I ride with an AK. You still got a BB gun, so you need to bag back and give me 50 feet. Cause you ain't selling records like Sucker Free, but hold up. You better get your own style.
die Cause we been riding around with straps for a while Is it the 713? The type of rappers y'all never go be We making money y'all never go see Cause we represent the 713 Houston, Texas uh-huh. We represent the 713 The type of rappers y'all never go be We making money y'all never go see Cause we represent the 713 Houston, Texas uh-huh. Uh-huh. Colorful Colorado, you're back with the Mike Wise Show here on TokeRadio.com. I gotta give some love to my sponsors over here. I uh, gotta give a lot of love to Pipe Speak, man. If you guys ever around Colorado Springs or Canyon City, check them out. Pipe Speak, man, keeping Colorado sky high since 2009. They got a ton of glass, vape accessories, all that kind of good stuff. Check them out. And if you're in the Denver area, we right now are in. Right above 710 Pipes, 907 East Colfax. Check them out. Tell them, hey, man, I heard about you guys on the Mike Wise Show. They'll give you 25% off your entire order. And they got some pretty quality glass here. You know, I'm pretty excited to have all the sponsors we have, both Pipes Peak and 710 Pipes. Wherever you are in Colorado, you're practically covered if you listen to the Mike Wise Show. You got to hook up 10% down there at Pipes Peak, 25 here at 710 Pipes. So if you're in the Denver area, definitely check them out i am what did, oh i got the atmos i got a new atmos um forge i believe is what it's called so i had the kiln and i was meeting with um my co-director uh dale demasi on on he's a co-director on the legally alive film we're working on and we're on his balcony he's smoking a cigarette you know and um i left it on my lap and so i i got up and when i got up it fell two stories <laughs> To the ground and the box the box survived but the kiln that most kiln was done and i liked it it was ceramic but um down down here they're like uh, at 710 pipes last time i was here two weeks ago they're like yo check this out if you like the kiln you're gonna love this so it's called atmos forge um same company different concept it's metal and it's coiled instead of the uh kind of ceramic thing but i'm digging it so thanks man thanks jason appreciate that definitely appreciate that uh that hookup brother and uh so uh you know what i'll hit our other sponsors while we're on it gotta give a lot of love to the clinic if you haven't checked them out check them out now they got uh, all sorts of uh great deals going on all the time and they have quality product and that's the main thing i'm looking at when i go to a dispensary is quality product and i've taken a lot of heat over this issue recently and you know what i'll just go into that now so um, a little bit about about myself is I'm, I'm not new to this whole quote-unquote activism game. I didn't start in cannabis activism. I've always been outspoken on many issues. I've always voted for the Green Party. If you guys weren't listening to our last show, I'm sure you got that by now. <laughs> I know Jay does. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so what's, what's mind-boggling to me is that there's always been a sense of unity in every movement I've been a part of. And I thought that was going to be the case here in Colorado. But I have, since since speaking out and taking the stances I take, which I, I've never wavered and I don't change them. You know, they might be kind of extreme stances, but I don't think so. And my friends on Facebook tend to agree. Oh, yeah, I got a big following on Facebook. Yeah, whatever. No, but they do agree, you know. So I've been taking a lot of heat on uh, from some other activists lately who um, are touting the dispensary line is the best way I can put it. Where they're telling me, oh, you know, patients are helpless to grow, patients can't grow, 
you are ignoring this reality, you have no idea about their lives because you don't have a chronically ill child. And I'm like, you're right, I don't. You got me there. But I've grown up for a long time, and I've met a lot of people who've grown. I've taught a lot of people to grow. And I told her, if you can grow a tomato, you can grow weed. She didn't like that very much and uh, decided to go public with our private uh, conversation. I guess, uh, well, quote, unquote, she didn't go public. I guess we'll sling some mud here, some dirt. <laughs> Put a post up, tag me in it. So I'm like, all right, well, here's our conversation if you really want to hear it. And... Uh, that was that. So I'm going to leave that there, and I'm just going to, I'm going to, I think I'm going to cut into this next song before I go back into it. But, uh, but yeah, it's one of those things where I thought we're supposed to be working together, and in this together, um, and apparently we're not. A lot of people have hidden motives and hidden agendas. So, gotta watch out for them, and I'll always keep you on the alert. The Mike Wise Watch <laughs> on the Mike Wise Show. Watch it out for fake activists. We got you, pose activists.
dominoes. Cutting up my fame. <laughs> yeah. You see me swinging up the block, the trailblazer on 20. Swings down the game showing, trailblazers up 20. I'm rooting for the Rockets, on computers I'm the topic. Pulling up twins and swings, lot of loot up in my pocket. Truck look like a monster. I'm pulling up on swing. I'm pulling up on swing. Cutting up my fang. Cutting up my fang. I'm either pulling up on swing. I'm pulling up on swing. Cutting up my fang. Cutting up my fang. I'm either pulling up on swing. I'm pulling up on swing. Cutting up my fang. Cutting up my fang. I'm either pulling up on swing. I'm pulling up on swing. Cutting up my fang. Cutting up my fang. I'm either pulling up on swing. I'm pulling up on swing.
list. Stop to be the best. If I'm broke, I can't rest. I'm full of stress, so I break for my dreams. Like I'm running the marathon. The capital hustle for me and my son. My job is never done. It's like a one-on-one. Me against the world. And it's hard to hold on, but I keep a tight grip. Write another song. Drop it like it's hot. No time to belong. Hit after hit. Was something like a dream. Who ever thought that that was rap scene? Have all these things up and just like a team. In your face one more time just to let you know. Coming up is impossible. If you don't hustle, trust no info coming from the pack. Cause haters coming out eyes and forms and that's a fact. When I was growing up, I never got no slack. No hand out for pack. Had to die for it black. I let my nuts hang in the game. Pumped hard for it bang. When the streets no rain. I wanted big things. Cause a whole lot of what pocket change. Don't knock me. Coming down the boulevard too. Fantasies and dreams I just came through. Little dreams. Glad to be back with you. You just heard Fat Pat, Ghetto Dreams. Before that, pulling up DJ Rapid Rick. So, yeah, so I guess just to sum up what I was getting at earlier, I kind of cut myself off because I wanted you, we play, We talked all last show, so I wanted to put in some extra music in this show. But uh, was that I'm going to keep fighting for you guys. I don't care how many of these so-called activists come at me and say what they're going to say. I'm going to keep fighting for you guys, period, because... The reason why I do this is because for the people who can't do this, one, and this really, really, it's cheesy to say, people say this, it's cliche, I guess, at this point, but if this, if I can get this one person to change their mind, if I can get one person to start going to the Capitol, if I can get one person to start writing the congressman, writing city council, if I can get one person to do anything, if I can inspire one person to do something, my job is complete, because I hope they would then inspire another person and so on and so on and so on so i know everyone always likes to send me messages of encouragement when i kind of put these public posts out there and blast (laughs) these people keep them coming i love it um but just want you guys to know that no sweat off my back dust my shoulders off like what jay-z says jay-z yes and uh and i'm good man i just put it out there in the public so you guys can know that the people who are quote unquote fighting for you who are supposed to be helping us are not and I don't like when uh, people are dishonest, deceitful, and whatnot. Yeah, so I will always expose. I will always expose. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sound like a conspiracy theorist. Oh, I know. <laughs> well, Blazin's going down, but we won't talk about that uh. either. So, so, yeah, my, my old station, yeah, the FM station. Who? Mike Jones. Yeah. Duh. But, uh, but, yeah, so a lot's been going on with the film uh, Legally Alive. If you haven't seen the trailer yet... 
check it out, man. I've been working on this film for seven months, eight months already. Um, an actual production, you know, not including conceptualization and all that. But um, we have a product that I'm happy with. Um, we are up to 22,000 views, I believe, is what Val said. Yeah. Um, over 1,300 shares. So people are, people are liking it. We've got a bunch of positive response. Um, so, so this is the exciting news. I kind of want Jay to be up here, but... Maybe I'll wait. I'll wait. You guys are gonna have to wait for the exciting news. Yeah, they're, they're You're shopping. You have right? to wait. I still haven't. <laughs> I still haven't said the exciting news. The biggest part of this whole documentary. So we're fil- We're funding it. We're try- We, me and Dale, have funded it ourselves out of our own pocket. We're both down about five grand. This did money. I'm not talking about time and all that kind of good stuff. But um, so we uh, we're trying to fund. We're trying to fund the rest of the film we've got 90 no i shouldn't say 90 we've got about 80 percent of it done filmed and we have a 90 minute rough draft edited there's actually 90 minutes already edited but the biggest news which i will release here shortly is that we have (laughs) we have a very large guest arguably not arguably we have the largest guest in cannabis especially medical cannabis which is what my film is about the purpose of my film is to get a message out there to the public that can be consumed and devoured by a non-friendly, necessarily, uh, cannabis somewhat from a public that doesn't necessarily smoke. I want to kind of change people's perceptions yeah. who don't know about cannabis. I want to educate them as to, hey, this is not a, it's not a drug in the traditional sense. It's a drug in the medical sense, you know? And you're, it you works. Get, yeah, you're pumping yourself full of pharmaceuticals when you can cut all that. Extend your lifespan. Extend. Be healthier, happier. Happier. That's what I, the main thing I was getting at. Yeah. All by smoking a little weed, you know. Yeah. Or a lot. <laughs> well, you can dab. You can do edibles. There's all sorts of ways, you know. Um, so, you know, one of the things. I'll just leave it. You know, people saw enough of it online, but it's just like one of the things I was getting at is that there's only 477 registered extended plant count holders in the whole state. That have 75 to 99 plant counts. I'm one of them. There's uh, over 100,000 patients here. So I, I'm just tripping out time and time again when these big dispensaries try to attack me for what I'm doing. When I'm like, there's less than 500 of us. Yeah. Out of the 100,000 people. We've been here since the beginning. We're not going anywhere. We're not causing any problems. What's the big deal? Where is this business we're taking from you? Where's these pounds we're shipping over state lines? It's all BS. All Dis- misinformation so scared got off on a little tangent there but uh we, we so we have the largest name um in medical cannabis that has invited us to go film with him and uh and his wife and uh it's pretty awesome i'll just say i'm honored um and uh we'll uh i guess we'll get back into that yeah because you gotta wait till they come back up right? oh yeah no they're talking shop downstairs in the uh, 710 Pipes store down there. I'm sure Brad's looking for a new rig or something. Shopping around. <laughs> but uh, I also want to give a lot of love to King of Quality Productions, CBD Extracts, Simply Pure, Colorado Normal, Grass Trays, Grass Roots, which I'm wearing one of their hats right now, and Natural Selections. Looks like... He has heard our call. It looks like he has heard. 
Caca, caca. Oh, so the big news, people. I wanted Jay to be here while I said it. Since I'm releasing this on your show, I got lots of love for Toke Radio. Got lots of love for everything you're doing. So the tremendous, huge news that I haven't shared with really anybody and I should have shared at the trailer release party is that we, I have been invited by Daniela, I guess Daniela, and Rick Simpson to go to their house and interview them in Croatia. So the main thing right now I'm seeking funding for is, you know, screw the, the thousands of dollars we're in the hole. I'm trying to fund this trip. I want to get out there. We're, we're pretty close. We're about a third of the way, I'd say, of getting to what we need. Maybe a fourth of the way, more like it. But um, this is huge. You know, it's a huge honor for me. The way I look at it is this Rick, I'm sure, and since the 20 plus years he's been in this, has gotten 10 messages a day saying, hey, be in my documentary, be in my film. Can I interview you? Can I interview you? And he's turned them all down. So for me, this is, this is huge. It is huge. This, this validates everything we're doing. I would like to just say you are validated, right? <laughs> um, I was just talking about Rick's, Rick Simpson a few moments ago. Uh, my big sister called me, and it turns out that uh, my uncle uh, has pancreatic cancer. And it is uh, spread, you know. Of course, you don't find out about these things until it's kind of too late. So too they've, late, yep. They've give, given him about four months to live, I just found oh, wow. out, right? Um, wow. So he lives in Illinois. I was like, well, there's hope. You know, he lives in Illinois. Medical, yeah. They have medical cannabis there. So I, I need to reach out to him today and talk to him about that. Oh, yeah. sure. What? So did you say how far along it is? I know you said it's really far. Because the sooner the better. But well, because I, I don't know the stages in particular. I don't really know, but uh, my sister seemed to imply that it was pretty far. Oh, sure. Pretty far gone already. So, yeah. Well, there I can go. tell you... Um, from first-hand experience, I got a good friend of mine, Anthony Romero, comes out and shoots a lot of photographs for me in Smokescreen Productions, and I got to give him a lot of love. Okay. Check out his page, Anthony Romero LLC, Anthony Romero Photography LLC on Facebook, but uh, he has stage four liver cancer, I believe, yeah. and uh, he just started, you know, after meeting me, he started the RSO oil, the Rick Simpson oil. That's what we're talking about here. So where, where is he getting it? He's getting it from a dispensary, coincidentally or not. He says he's paying twenty something dollars for a syringe. Where in uh, where? Here in the Springs, Denver. In Denver, yeah. Right. So I, I'd like to know about that because I haven't really done the research, Mike. But I think it would behoove us to do it and put it out there. I've heard conflicting things about whether you know true RSO is expensive. You know, I have some caretaker friends who say it's not expensive and oh, yeah. anybody who tells you it is expensive is lying to you and then i have you know seen the opposite end of that spectrum right so i'd like to know a little bit more about that well i had the largest manufacturer of oil i'll put it that way in colorado come to me and threaten me for the work i'm doing saying i need to stay out of his business or he's going to get into mine because of the same thing you're saying i'm a big advocate for grow your own make your own meds not, I'm never ever have said to rely on them. I buy half of my easily half of my stuff from a dispensary. Still, I just went to the dispensary today, so I'm saying this. It's a surplus. You got time, do it. You know why not? It's it's a therapy. It's therapeutic to grow. I got four plants in the backyard. Yeah, yeah especially if you got outdoor space. I'm outdoors. jealous of that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, they're like, it's really not that hard. I have the recipe. I'll share it with you guys on Toke Radio. And uh, so my goal is out there when we get with him, Rick. There you go clean new rig Yay. is that uh <laughs> we're, we're talking about brad right now it's so funny i was just admiring and i took a toke off of this rig, I which i too. really like i like to do this is really sweet um 
But you know what? I, I will say this about these uh, Chinese glass rigs. Is I do own oh, several yes. China glass rigs now, and they they get cloudy. Like look look over at that rig in the corner, other corner. Oh okay. yeah, I see what you're saying. Uh, right. And and the glass itself, after a while, turns cloudy. And I don't really understand what that's about. Right. Doesn't yeah. happen with uh with good glass. Oh, see, I didn't know that. Because my roars would get like that, too. And I used to have roar and PHX. Well, now you got to watch for roar because they're notoriously knocked off. And one of my first videos ever was how to tell a real roar from a fake roar. Because that's really what started me onto the road of becoming Citizen J. Was I bought a roar bong from my dispensary and I went home and Googled, I love my new roar bong. And the things that came up, oh my god! Right, just you know, the I didn't know there was a such thing as a fake roar bong. Until oh that point. yeah, well I right. didn't really think about it either. So I bought it from a head shop. <laughs> that don't mean diddly squat. Yeah, but yeah, that's like we're talking like 2005, though. You know, um, but yeah. So what I was getting at earlier is that um, I'm hoping, and I don't see why he would be opposed to this, but I'm gonna take. Little Cone, I want to take Little Cone Turner, Little, little Cone, cone Turner with me over there to Croatia, to Zagreb, and um, I'd like to film Rick showing him the recipe so we can throw that into our documentary and show the world how they can do this themselves at their house. Yeah. So, a big, so we'll just get into the dissemination kind of factor. Since we got Brad here, we got the, author, the authority. <laughs> um, Let me put the microphone right in his face here. Is that... I hear so many things on why patients shouldn't grow and why patients can't grow. One of the most common ones being energy usage. I have done two cycles now, which is about eight months of time, using only ceramic metal halide light light fixtures, which before I had done a high-pressure sodium for about 10 years and was taught and everything I know was grow it this way because this is the way you're supposed to do it we didn't have these lights we didn't have this technology and um, one of the main things i get at and why i love these lights is because they produce pretty much the same yields no argue there with a fourth of the electricity a third of the electricity and right off the bat boom oh well we can't we can't pay because of energy you know energy is a factor well here you you're able to use the hps pretty much you i mean well not use it, but use the same. Get the same yield from HPS and use completely new, different technology. You don't have to spend extra money on AC, air conditioner units, stuff like that, because the heat doesn't change. I had seven Endomax lights in in one room, and I didn't have an AC unit in there. And I didn't. And in fact, I closed off the vents on my AC for the house, and I was I was just blowing it with fans. So, I loved it. I saw that. How many the plants light, are you growing indoors under those lights? Well, I had 32 then, which I had to cut down two weeks ago because my city council right, the new rules in feels Colorado that Springs. they know more than my doctor and I can only grow 12. You know what? There's a lot of that going on. Like uh, there are those four doctors that the medical board decided to, you know, um, maybe hold up on their licensing, yank their licensing because they felt they were giving out too many recommendations even though that number they made up was not only arbitrary but they didn't let any of these doctors know that they were under investigation and at least one of those doctors had stopped 
doing cannabis recommendations, you know. So like it's just ridiculous. Wow. Yeah, it's well, more, I mean, we're seeing prohibitionists everywhere they can. They they try to like they try to rear their ugly heads. Well, we're talking Hugo. about that same magic 477 number. Hugo. Did you four, talk about Hugo yet today? No. Okay. We will. Oh my we will. Yes. Um but yeah, my doctor wasn't on there. So thankfully about that. But it's one of those things. I mean, we had the 420 Autism crew in here last time, and they had to move from Colorado Springs to Pueblo because of the same thing. Can't grow. They can't grow the amount that their doctor says because the city council in Colorado Springs says you can only grow 12 plants per house. No matter how many people are living there, no matter how many prescriptions or anything anyone has, 12 plants. Yeah, so... So that's what's going on. They're just trying to make us criminals, which is so crappy. (laughs) That's exactly right. They're trying to recriminalize cannabis. Yeah. Um, And their arguments make no sense. No, it's absurd to me. Yeah. I'm like, even Hugo, that was supposed to be like having THC in their water. They're like, it's no big deal. You know, it's just a like short term effects, you know, get laugh a little more, whatever. But yeah, it's still not horrible compared to all that other crap in, in the uh, fountain area or whatever. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I, go ahead. I thought... <laughs> I thought with the constitutional change here in Colorado for medical patients, it was between a doctor and a patient. Well, see, that's what I thought, too. 100%, no matter what, with a constitutional voted by the people change. You would think so. <laughs> well, because what is... But our legislators over? actually know better than that. Brad, well, the, the I mean, come on. And and our city council members, they know so much better than you <laughs> or, your or I or your doctor about any of this. So we just have to defer to them, I guess, um, until the next election cycle when we can kick them straight in the ass. Well, because they're pulling, what are they pulling? The, it goes in terms of like levels of power. City is most powerful and then state and then federal. So city can override state and state can override federal law that, and generally you kind of want that you want the you, well it depends on who you talk to and what you're talking about actually mike but generally speaking you want you want to have control at the local level to kind of take the the front seat if you will right because the further away you know the power resides from the actuality of whatever it is you're trying to rule if you will whether it's you know making rules or legislating or you know ruling over people you kind of need that local control and that has to be involved and that's where you and i come in in our republic right Uh we need to be getting people more involved at the at the local level right because from there it should radiate out oh yeah right it doesn't always work that way um for example we you know we have drone strikes oh yeah (laughs) but that's the way it should it should work and the prohibition... Because I feel the same way. Local, you know, I always was a big fan of Thomas Jefferson and the Federalist Papers, state, state's rule, I believe, state's yeah. law, um, because I feel that the federal government doesn't know. I mean, it's just hard to generalize in in, in general. <laughs> right. The federal government's supposed to deal with uh, foreign invaders and, and relations, and, really, and that's really it, right? The domestic stuff should be dealt with at the state level except for those things that are interstate relation things and that's where the federal government comes in oh right? yeah yeah right? to, to kind of arbitrate that way yeah. exactly so right but it's it's just gotten way the 
fuck out of hand. Um, and that's the 20th century for <laughs> you, folks. Uh, the well, see, I think it's always been this way, but it's just like... we got to remember, you got to... Uh, as an anthropologist, uh, one of the things that I always remind people of is population pressure, right? Um, like when people say, oh, things were so much better back in the 1950s, there were infinitely less people in the United States. <laughs> we, I mean, there were, there were like so many less people yeah. here. There was a lot more to go around, and industry was different. And a, you know, a, a father who had a wife and two kids could work at a gas station and make enough to buy a house, and yeah. send his kids to private school. Yep. Right? Not anymore. Not so anymore. we've got so many more people, and the resources are dwindling. Right? And this is what happens. You know, so it's just the natural order of things. Right? That's um, that's uh, well, we're trying to fix that, <laughs> but technology yeah. helps. Well, didn't we figure out yesterday there's approximately 120 million people in the United States alone? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's yeah. more than 120 million people in the United States. Our population is somewhere closer to three or 400 million people. Oh, the, the undocumented. Ro- well, that's uh, what Wiki oh, undocumented. Yeah. Undocumented people. Yeah, I have no idea. That's, that's yeah. totally different. Yeah, Wiki, Wiki yesterday said approximately in 2000. 14 was 318.9 million. Well, here's the thing about undocumented people. It's a moot argument and it is a non-argument. And if people bring that up as uh, a reason for any of the ills in this country, oh, yeah, I know. they're just they're just not being they're not being I don't know what that's Realistic. disingenuous to yeah. say the least, right? Our problems in this country, our economic problems, our social problems are really caused from the top down. And if you don't understand that, I don't know what to tell you, right? I call those guys ass clowns. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah. I tend to use the word asshat a lot. But yeah, we got into this a lot, I, I believe, last last show, two weeks ago, was that uh, the media, the powers that be, the people that control the top 5% of wealth um, holders in, in this country do this on purpose and make us fight over the stupidest of issues so we're always fighting with each other that's right and so it's been that way forever so we so we don't see what they're doing behind you know their little closed doors that's right their little criminal activity um, and the thing that's really amazing to me Mike is that in in this day and age we call it the age of information right when we ha- literally have the ability to count every single vote in the country individually, you know, when we have the ability to literally connect every single person via the internet to each other and our political system. Instead, what we have are six people, six companies controlling all of it, um, disseminating information at their leisure, right? And in fact, none of us have control over any of it. Even like here at Toke Radio, we have a certain modicum of control, right? We can say what we want and, you know, we can do pretty much what we want until somebody fucking notices and decides to pull the fucking plug. You understand, yeah. and that could happen at so many levels. Oh, yeah. You know, we there there are the companies that we do that, that carry our stream that we do business with, mm-hmm. and then there's the the uh, the FCC, um, yep. which isn't involved yet. Yeah. But actually, the rules changed this year in 2016. The reason you know we have that stream licensing app, right? And we tell people to download our app from our web page instead of from the app stores. Yes, is uh, because the rules changed in February of this year, and and. Internet radio is now responsible for paying royalties, just like uh, broadcast radio. I think that's bully. I think that's it's, great. I'm happy to to pay the fees yeah. to make sure that artists that that create 
yeah. right get their due right i'm so that's what makes this endeavor like yeah but so this, great the radio stations don't even do that well they do i mean they, they pay the royalty fees They're, i don't i don't somebody so. does well the, what, i brought in my own music oh but they they have There's to keep a, track of that and oh. they uh, yeah there's actually, when I was a manager of a cowboy bar in Wyoming, uh, we actually had to pay. <laughs> we actually had to pay royalty fees to some association every year for music played on our jukebox. Wow, that was yeah, fed to the industry. Oh, I, I believe it. And we got we got hit with uh, not the actual letter, but CenturyLink hit us with a warning saying, "Hey, you guys are downloading too much shit." The RIAA, the Recording Industry Association of America, if you keep downloading, is going to come after you. Oh, yeah. They take that stuff seriously. (laughs) And the thing is, when you get right down to it, um, those clicks on the internet and when you listen and when we when we you know make our reporting those pennies go eventually to the creative artists behind your music and you've got to support that because man that's that's how people live right like i tell you i see so many people in the cannabis industry right now just trying to hustle so hard whether you're creating a new product whether you are a rap artist and you're rapping about weed whether you're some dope ass motherfucker stupid shit who thinks he can start a radio station <laughs> what, whatever it is you know people are working hard dope ass motherfucker stupid shit and they need to be <laughs> they need to be recognized and and if there's any way that we can help you know give back right so I, i'm actually really proud of it mike right like i could be fly by your night just not care about royalties and all that their stuff but i do and we're trying to be legit right Oh, build yeah. something long lasting right? yeah um, so there you have it so do we gotta pay instrumental artists um yeah if their stuff is is uh if it's registered with the um, music organizations then royalties bum, bum, must you're getting be some money coming your way paid. <laughs> oh man but we're gonna anyways we're gonna jump back into it uh coming up next Lil White smoking song time for me to do some dibs during the break wanna give Big shout out before we go, tokeradio.com, Pipespeak, 710 Pipes, check them out. Just how the white 
coach smelling all pitch stone cold. Got the heat when I'm flossing. Hold up your horse, it's a boy. And this horseman is moving. Be cautious, don't wanna see none of y'all stiff in the coffin. Northgate flossing the way I left them all. You think they got it started? Dipset president, seven figure office, check son of me. Respect how we morph from the streets to the desk, and we all came off. So get some paper stacks, get some paper stacks. Don't want to be the nigga that sped off and let the dirt hit your fitted cat, fitted cat. Yeah. You should know that a burglary yeah. really ain't for me. Yeah. I 
by Pipes Peak, 710 Pipes, The Clinic, gotta love all those guys, and a million more. Let's see if I can get them all. We got Grass Trays, we got Grass Roots, we got Colorado Normal, we got King of Quality, 
Productions. Um, already said the clinic. Got to give them lots of love. Seven Ten Pipes and um, Grass. I already hit Grass Trace, so I'm missing Simply Pure and CBD extracts. I was close, so I'm getting it. Oh, I got them. Oh, Natural Selections. They were new, so that's new to me. I didn't know that till I just turned around. Tell us a little bit about them. Right on. So Natural Selections is a dispensary up in North Glen at 104th and Huron. They're next door neighbors to 710 Pipes up in North Glen. There you go. Right? So get your pipe friends and your... of ours, you can stop Sweet. in to uh, 710 Pipes and get a special coupon for that dispensary too. So check them out. Yeah. Go to 710 Pipes, get your coupon, go get your weed, go back, get a pipe. Boom. Round trip it. I just picked up my new rig. Oh, yeah. Brad got his new rig, which is pretty sweet, actually. Right, that licit glass. They're out of Virginia. <clears throat> they um they come by and uh, uh, every couple of months, and they're just they're really good. Like, their glass is just top-notch. So the shop uh, decided to start carrying them. Um, they've got some great shapes. I really I've been coveting that shape, man. I, uh, <laughs> I'm kind of I'm kind of envious because I'm like contemplating getting one of those myself. Brad will put it through the ringer. Yeah, I'm a heavy dabber, so <laughs> I like to clear a lot of oil fast. And some of these rigs are just too slow drawing for me. Yeah, that's what he said about this last one. I was like, oh, I see that, but I liked it. So I wanted to hit what we were getting at, Val. If you want to. Remind us on this real quick. What what was this whole Hugo thing? You want to kind of give us the back background on that? Um, That's going on. Yeah, just a bunch of BS. No, um, apparently. I mean, yeah, seriously, because I don't even know how, but apparently all the you know had THC in the waters and. You okay, know, THC in the water in Hugo, Colorado. Hugo, Colorado. Okay, so. I- some deputy decided to get his hands on an at-home drug test, right? Idiot. Nice. One of the <laughs> kinds that you can buy, literally buy these things at the dollar store. That's what I was telling And uh, And he, he tested the at Hugo the water supply. I saw those at the dollar And tree. it came up positive for THC, right? <laughs> so he sounded the alarm and they called the EPA <laughs> and they you know told all the residents not to drink or bathe in the water and the press was all over the national press was all over and this, this happened on Thursday oh. so the the thing is okay so a, a couple of things one um, Hugo's in Lincoln County it's a cannabis dry county yeah. no grows no dispensaries um, no no nothing right um, so that's that's one thing. Secondly, THC is not water soluble, right? The science and science that's with what a I was capital S science. seems to elude all of the prohibitions, and it just saying. drives me freaking up the wall. Because I mean, you, it just doesn't work. You can't mix cannabis and water. Don't mix. They just don't. They just don't. Unless you do something specific to the cannabis. And no one is doing that. So, of course, the very next day, uh, you know, they come out and say, oh, no, there was actually no THC in the water. We Our think bad. it was a false positive, <laughs> you know. And they just, they have egg all over their faces. They, they're idiots. I just, that's all I got. I, w- I want everyone oh, yeah. to laugh and point. Yes. Yeah, so it's found out to not <laughs> be true. and yeah. point. Hey, hand, I, hand him the headphones for a I want him to see how we little stepped up our production here a little bit. I oh, guess we're yeah. coming into a new one right here, so check this out. We'll be on um, Play Dirty. But yeah, so it was it was this Hugo 
situation, and it turns out that there was no THC in the water. I was about to go get some water. Like, well, right. yeah, oh. we were talking about Ooh, yesterday. Fancy, huh? <laughs> Uh, like it's so funny, Rob Corey, right? Rob Corey put up a tweet or a Facebook post. He's like, we're opening up a new office in Hugo. <laughs> People should come down and get their free water. Everybody get high. Oh, yeah, go. free CBD water. Right. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Start bottling what? it. Uh, it wasn't CBD <laughs> it tested yeah, for. It was THC, so. right? So, like, it, it, the, you know what really drives me crazy, Mike, is that I bet if you did test that water, there probably right, is there's, no, there's not going to be THC in it, but there will be pharmaceuticals. Yeah. That's like, what I was telling you there's volume in that fucking water. Yep, that's what I was telling Val. Yeah. All the old people. I feel sorry for all the children that got busted with this piece of shit test by their parents. Oh, yeah. No, but, Mom, I swear I, I, I wasn't just, smoking weed. I just drank some water. Oh, God, that's like the best. Touche, man. It'd be more like the test itself was faulty, so every single kid that was yeah. being tested with this thing tested a false positive. Oh, yeah. So imagine all the kids that just got belt buckle with, like I would have <laughs> as a child. Bam, hit with the belt buckle. Oh, yeah. What were you doing? Dollar Tree's never you know, wrong. It, it's a real, <laughs> it's a serious issue when you consider that kids are actually getting put in jail. Right? Oh, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. these tests and, and any kind of drug testing is a violation of rights. There's no reason it should be done at all, period. And, like, the federal government will tell you, well, what about those really sensitive, you know, like, you don't want your brain surgeon, you know. I mean, you know what? I guarantee you my brain surgeon is a fucking drug addict because <laughs> most doctors are, uh, right? Something. So yeah. it's just mm. fucking hypocrisy and ridiculousness. And what it's doing is making a very select few people rich, right, at the expense of our civil liberties. So I say nay. And they're getting away with it. Every day. Yep. yep. That's because some people allowed it. <laughs> you got to participate. Most <laughs> That's why I say you got to participate. You can't. Sheeple you can't either. just abstain. You've actually got to participate. Don't participate. What? Participate. Don't participate. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Right. That means um, like you actually have to vote up and show. You have to show up and vote no. Oh, right? yeah. Abstaining doesn't work. Right. S- saying oh my vote doesn't count doesn't work. It does if you show up to vote and no. And you have to have a clean life up until this point, so you don't have any felonies. What? In terms of what they say. You can't even vote. You know what I'm saying? It's such... Dis, <sighs> dis, this country is such dis, disenfranchised, disingenuous. Well, it doesn't really matter who we vote for this There's time around, right? Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? I will say this. Okay, so I, we under- about I understand that I sentiment. I understand that. that sentiment. But at the same time, I, I have to agree with my Democratic friends that the next president will appoint three Supreme Court justices. Yeah. And I trust Hillary Clinton to appoint more perfectly aligned justices, I'll just say. I really think that Trump would be a disaster that. on that end. No, she he would, she he will would, appoint people that disaster, care about choice. A good word. She will appoint people that care about choice and about civil liberties well, and about uh, uh, citizens so one worrying about censorship. She's a big her and you know what They both are. Okay. Yeah. The, that's a moot point yeah. because they're they're well, on no, the same side. I don't side know. The, I don't know the, I don't if you want, there are a lot of things that that actually Clinton and and Trump are a lot alike on a lot of 
levels. You got to remember that Trump has always been a Democrat and Democratic supporter. Yeah. And he he said like 30 years ago that if he ever ran for president, he would do so as a Republican because yeah, they're the that. only ones stupid enough to actually <laughs> vote for him. That is a paraphrased quote, right? But he has always been a Clinton supporter. He's given them lots of money. And he's always, you know, championed democratic causes, right? Yeah, that's so why he's kind of weird. That's why I wondered but about him. It's because he's a megalomaniacal yeah, yeah. maniac. You can't trust least. a thing he says. To say the least. And I tell you what, I, I really I fear for this country if he becomes. He's like president. the definition of that word, actually. He is indeed. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Alrighty, well we we always leave you on a sour note here. Well, let me cheer you up. Watch my film. Go to Legally Alive Film. Shed some tears. Donate some money. Help us get to see Rick Simpson. I also got to tell you, um, we have also been invited into Boo Williams' home, who is also going to come on the show. I just got to figure out a way to call on my phone and live stream on. <laughs> we'll use your we can live use stream my next phone. time. We can and, use two uh, phones. We'll get we'll Boo Williams happen. on. So he's a uh, he's got a cool story, a crazy story. He uh, played for the NF, uh, New Orleans Saints, and um, he played with Ricky Williams. Uh, came up with Ricky Williams, so he, Ricky, kind of taught him how, how to, to, smoke how to do it. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, but I'm after sorry. after he left, no, you're good. After he left the league, he um, kind of got depressed from not being in the limelight anymore. Didn't really know what to do with his life, so he literally laid himself down on some railroad tracks. I remember you telling me about mm, this. Stuff. And then, That's but cool. then realized he needed to get up and motivate people to not do what happened to him. You know, kind of. Yep. So he's invited us into his home, and then Riley Cote. Um, Wait, before we get off the NFL, real quick, because sure. I don't know who Riley is, but before we get off the NFL, there's a story going up on our Facebook page today. The NFL, uh, the chief medical um, officer, if you will, for the NFL is stepping down. Oh, and he's being replaced, and this bodes well for the cannabis movement in the NFL because. Uh, that old dude was one of the reasons why football players were so jacked up on opiates and, you know, cannabis has been forbidden because oh, yeah. he's an old white dude who believes in prohibition. And that's the thing about the prohibitionists, Mike, that there's no logic or reason behind it. They've just they've just swallowed so much of the propaganda over the last 80 years that that They're they believe it is true, true. Right. Yeah. And, and so and they don't know how to break out of that box. Right. Um, but hopefully this new commit, this new medical guy will at least be open to the, the idea of, of researching because the NFL does a lot of funding of research, right? So uh, they could easily research whether can, cannabinoids help with um, oh, yeah. CTE, right? And they're trying to. Well, isn't the same NFL that handed out handfuls of opiates? Yes. Uh, what so, is it, the, the knockoff ad- Advil that caused all the liver damage to yep. all these football players mm-hmm. now? <clears throat> so that's kind of what I was going to get at. Um, was Yeah, this is, well, so Boo Williams, he's co-founder of the Gridiron Cannabis Coalition. So they're trying to get this. Um, so because so many of his friends and uh, players have opiate addiction problems and pain problems, pain management issues, so he's one of the forerunner, uh, forefront He's on the forefront and one of the forerunners, <laughs> I guess, and um, trying to get this the NFL to open their eyes. And so the kind of perspective I can bring to the table is that being on the sidelines, and I'm talking about even in college, I've, I've worked for ESPN since 2005. I started this pulling cable for a camera guy, I still pull cable for games, you know? Um, 
And what I've seen on the sidelines, they don't show you. You know, we're told as cameramen, don't film this. Mm. And uh, they have like shots and all sorts of, of goodies where like a player comes, you know, limping off the field or whatever. And they just boom. jab a needle right in. Yeah. Him. Oh, we all know it. Inject him in it. We and all then, know boom. it. They might they not show it, but spray. we all know it. We always talk about the magic spray. They have a magic spray. spray? Yeah. What does it I go it topically is. or does it go yeah, in their mouth? Topically. And wow. tennis players use it. You know what? If it's topical, it's probably cocaine. <laughs> I know, man. right? Lidocator. Right? Yeah, That's something. probably some kind of topical cocaine. Yeah. So Man, those guys. You yeah. know, and I'm not talking about the NFL players because they are being used. And, you know, I've heard a lot. I've heard, I had a, a, an old friend. And when I say old, I mean he was old. He was in his 80s when I was talking about this, oh, those low many years ago. But. He, he said that he actually, you know, met a bunch of NFL owners at one time. Um, he would tell me stories. And he, he said it was the closest thing to slavery that still exists. Oh. Right? That, that those football NFL players are bought and sold. Talk about NCAA talking about right? slavery. All, sport, all sports figures. Like, they might get College paid. College players don't get bucks. paid. College players don't get paid. But, uh, and yeah, the NCAA can use their likeness, their numbers, their name, as much as they want, get all the money. What are you talking about their want. physicality, man? They are, they are using oh, these yeah, no, people's I'm, I physicality. You. you know, I'm not talking about their marketing ability. I'm talking about how they're literally pieces of meat that are bought and sold on a market. Right? It's, it's kind of... Uh, frightening when you oh, think yeah. about it that way, right? Well, it's and even they more don't, disturbing and, that the colleges do it and they don't pay the players. You and know? The, uh, when it gets down to it, you know the players need to be taken care of, right? And it's not a, it's not about the money. I actually think that sports players are obscenely paid, but that's because the paradigm we work under, you know, the the activities that they participate in generate that kind of money, right? So you can't really fault them for that. But and they pay no taxes. The NFL doesn't the NFL pay taxes. Doesn't the, pay the, the players do. But the NFL, actually, that is changing. I think they are actually relinquishing their uh, nonprofit status, I heard, this year. Oh, wow. Right? Yeah. I heard that. Um, well, you know, if we shine the light of truth hard enough at all of these institutions, their veneer will crack. Right? Yeah. And we got to keep doing that. The NFL is one of them that I've been trying to push really hard for for not only for the players, but for all of us. Because when the NFL starts to take the lead on mm-hmm. this, the, so, the society will pick up and take notice. Yep, that's right? what I was telling John Biggerstaff last time. You know, these are people's role models. And when they understand, hey, their role models can achieve the goals and the life status that they're at. With and cannabis and instead of opiates. weed at the same time, you know, minds will change. That's right. Hearts and minds. <laughs> we need we need so many paradigm shifts, man. Oh yeah. What? Um, did you hear about that e- Eugene Monroe ex Ravens? Oh um, yes. I've been trying to get in touch with that well, guy. He's so hard to get a hold of because he's an active player. He just no, he actually just announced that he was retiring because he didn't want to Oh wow. Uh you know, he wants to use cannabis and they won't yeah. allow it, so well, that's what Ricky Williams did. Like yeah, that's what Ricky Williams so, did. I was like you go, man. You go. <laughs> it makes sense, you know. We're talking about their long-term That's health. Huge, they, they're looking at they're looking at the old timers and seeing how they can't man, physically can't, function, and they're like, "Man, I don't breaks, want to be that way." It breaks my heart saying that. Um, what you just brought up is um, so like one of our all-time mo- uh, role models and one of our best, our, arguably our best player um, from the University of Texas was um, Earl Campbell. Um, he was known as the Yellow Rose of Texas. Um, 
came from Tyler, Texas, you know, went to UT, graduated and played with the Houston Oilers. This guy, if you watch his foot, like if you watch his highlights, he, if someone, he's a running back. And if he don't, so if someone would come and try to tackle him, he'd duck his head, knock the guy out, keep running. And then like someone would jump on and be like, he'd jump on and try to tackle him from behind. He'd be dragging them still running and ducking his head and hitting more players. And like this, he was unstoppable. He was huge. And he only made it, he only lasted about three years in the NFL. And last time I saw him, I want to, I don't know how old he was, but he looked 40 years older than he was. He could barely walk, barely talk. It was, it was sad. It was, it was sad. And, and that's only three years, you know, but check out some Earl Campbell highlight footage. Now you'll see why, you know, it, it's nuts. And that's what you're getting at. So the other person we got is Riley Cote. So he comes from NHL. So that's a little different hockey. And um, he he played on uh, the Flyers for a while, six years. Do they, do they experience similar problems with concussions? I mean, oh, it's yeah. Not, it's not such a – it's a contact when sport. When you got to check someone, check them yeah. into the glass. Oh, yeah. Or the hard, the hard ice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's – That <laughs> ice can be hard, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh man! Believe me, I've fallen on ice, and I've I was, seen it. <laughs> good thing my bong didn't break because I fell on it, but my rib <laughs> felt like it broke. So, oh, man. my business partner's wife slipped on the ice last year, and she had to go into surgery, and she had a bunch of pins that had to be fixed in the bone to repair it. Oh man! Yeah, that's Sorry, the worst. Trauma. That's the worst. Yeah, I have some of those in my knee. Yeah, you're like, I got pens in my desk. I got pens in my knee. <laughs> but, yeah, so Riley, uh, he played um, for a while with the Flyers, and uh, now he's a coach with the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. But uh, the cool thing and what he's, he's mainly known for is his act- hemp activism. We don't talk enough about hemp. And um, he has a foundation, the Hemp Heals Foundation. For those of you who don't know, hemp is uh, cannabis' dirty little cousin. <laughs> it's the same. Just not, not as much THC. And uh, he hosts annually Hemp Heals Music Festival to raise funds for this foundation. So it's pretty cool. The, the, the hemp in- industry, although I have seen, I was just about to compliment them. I have seen some drama lately. I'll say that. But um, the hemp industry is traditionally one of the ones I look, I wish cannabis would look to more often because there's more of, of a genuine togetherness, positivity more of a we need to get this done to better the nation not ourselves mentality yeah you know the thing about hemp is that um it doesn't have the economic oomph if you will that cannabis has so cannabis brings out uh, a lot of dirty players right and it does it brings out the greedies i don't even know what to say and you know like we all have to play in them in the same sandbox with them oh yeah um and you know, I don't know what else to say about that. You're absolutely right about that. I would like to see more camaraderie and togetherness and unity in uh, the cannabis community. And, it, you know, I've noticed it's not just here in Colorado, right? These kinds of drama llamas, is that what you called them <laughs> yeah. earlier, right? Oh, yeah. They, they wander the a whole country, man, poke, spitting at people and poking their long necks into things they don't belong. Right? They're drama llamas yeah. everywhere. Right? Oh, yeah. So, 
I like the 20 year old that tells me how he invented all this stuff at 20 years old. <laughs> <laughs> how they invented all this extraction Man, we just stuff. figured out how to smoke weed out of banana, man. That's exactly we invented that shit. <laughs> <laughs> we invented that. Yeah, 710, bro. <laughs> oh, well, alright. Well, I want to get into that a little bit later, though. Um, I'm going to hop back into it. Uh, I got this new DJ program, pretty excited, let me see if I can figure this out. Oh, next track, boom. Coming up next, Fat Lip, is that going to work? Oh, I didn't press it, would help if I pressed it. Fat Lip, you're listening to The Mike Wise Show on Toke Radio. Just take a peek for the 
And let me leave your mind corrupt from the song. Say you can't stop me, cause I'ma brainwash chains and create false dreams, cause it pays off clean. I'm just an idiotic, ironic, symbolic, illuminati product that's gonna be if I talk about it. This industry business is all screwed up. I have no favorite rapper because all you suck. I suffer the weakest niggas who not on my pedigree, cause on a tombstone it's as hard as their name will ever be. I'm judged by my wild image a lot, and everybody seems to think I have a sentence to block. I do be offended by every sentence I jot. I got some militant thoughts, and you ain't killing them all. So listen, I sag my pants and kill my shows. I even sleep. Yeah, I'm in toe. Yeah, yeah. And your parents hate me, cause I love you. So tell them I said. Yeah, I said, yeah, yeah. I snuck in Drake's house when he was alone inside. Uh -oh. You could say I have a bogus mind. Yep. I dim the lights down and closed the blinds. Yep. Around his is where my was tied. Yep. I kicked on it till it is. Yeah. Lee, I've been fucking pissed off. What? Cause everybody's saying Lil Wayne spits raw. Oh. I start a big brawl and slam his into a brick wall. Oh. And have a fat sit on them brick walls. Oh. I don't play with this rap. I got no life, I stay in the attic Oh, fuck your rap career, I'm ready to smash it Soldier boy, you got a corny flow True. So you can do my fucking do it all here over uh. I'm just being me, what you trying to hate for? All the enemies is faker than Lupe Fiasco claiming he's skateboards Yeah, right, can't even ollie Push him away on the dolly, not even say he can stop me what? I sag my pants until my shows I even smoke Yeah, I'm in Yeah, yeah Sickest motherfucker who don't get recognized. Easy E's wife's life somewhere now jeopardized. She signed me and I was set aside for like three and a half years. I don't think I remember why. Fucking dope and this is my reward. That's why I can then the $500 you signed me for. Easy's dead now. Yeah, the label's finally yours. Too bad he never knew that you were just a grimy. You can't maintain what Eric built. Nah. I know he's in his grave turning like a Ferris wheel. <laughs> don't think you're cool just cause you inherit meals. Bitch, better skills. I'm hot and I spit so unfair and real. I got some deep dark issues within. All because you lied and tried to pretend you were friends. I was ruthless. Bitch, I never lend you a hand. And I'ma make sure nobody ever sign with you again. You know what? I sag my pants until my toes. I even Yeah, I'm in Yeah, yeah. And your parents hate me cause I love you. So tell them I said. Yeah, I said. Yeah, yeah. Another dose of major, all players in the game, it's a 94 thing. 
Serena Williams, a wethead, and Venus more too much dust. It's Paul Wall, me and you, you got water boy rags representing for Roger Bruce, who got 45 ads. My gunshots are unmuted, me like very little noise when I shoot. I got a city council bitch, a Democrat whore that tell me not to shoot dice with Al Gore anymore. 50-50, I'll be calling, I got heavy habits, man. Change, changing every second on the Chevy Avalanche. Look, Stacy Dash pays me cash. Chris Lash out the glass while she rakes me fast. Keep her name out your mouth, now bitch go ball. More cash than Wills Fargo, so we can't. Good to be back with you. You're listening to the Mike Wise Show here on Toke Radio. Man, do I like coming in on this track. I'll tell you that much. Chunk up the deuce for the 
south and the north. Players talking down, I got them diamonds in my mouth. So, used to go by, still doing it, I say. Just haven't done it this show. The Mike Wise Show. Yes. What was it? Yeah. No, no. Yeah, yeah. Down South Connect. But I was the 713, representing from the 713 to the 719. Big shout out to Lil Flip with 713 earlier. So, we're back in it. We'll probably do our last talk set here. Mike's alive. They're... They're arguing over um, why the bongs are getting dirty. We're not arguing. <laughs> We're not arguing. We're actually sharing a knowledge. Discussion. So I think you're right. So um, Brad Brad seems to uh, think it's a combination of the calcium deposits in the water, which is uh, known to be a fact here in the anywhere in the West. Uh, mixing with the lipids, and it's just leaving that. So that yep. that does make sense. I agree. Um, it just it's a little disconcerting and it makes me wonder about the quality of the glass yeah well and it's i don't think it's the glass though i think i don't think it's the glass at all i think you're right i think it's the water so what i wanted to get into with brad before maybe we should test our water <laughs> tried hey, distilled hey, that's water that's thc water <laughs> <laughs> we got tried distilled water breaking news alert mm. uh there's thc water in the toke <laughs> toke <laughs> studio <laughs> THC water. Yes, we do, we do. Our water is totally infused with tea. That's so funny. Man. But yes, I wanted what I did want to get into with you, Brad, before we go here was that we were talking yesterday about how the hobby market is such a big issue, you know, kind of the same thing I'm having with these fake activist kind of people coming at me. We have these same problems with a bunch of companies trying to push unneeded and unnecessary products on consumers because they can. Yeah, I call that the pimp my room mentality. Kind of like pimp my ride. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it seems like every other day there's a brand new hot, must-have, best-use product that just entered the market. And my simple question is, where's the proof? Where's the pictures? Where's everything for the last so many years showing that your product is saying it's the next best, greatest, hottest thing? Yep. And I don't care if it's lights, nutrients, Flower pots. They got to start somewhere, you guys. Like, that's how the system works, though. I mean, like, we're always going to see a plethora of new products coming out. People thinking that their mousetrap is slightly better than the last guy who designed the mousetrap, sure. right? But and back it up. That's, that's just how. Oh, I see. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, you do have to back things up or they go away. Yeah. Right? I mean, poor designs fall by the wayside. Even really good seeing. designs can that's fall by seeing. the wayside if they get the wrong kind of publicity. That's or, what we're seeing and what... Where I, I'm assuming where Brad's coming from, because where I come from is that this is a disadvantage to the consumer because they have to spend their money on all this crap that doesn't work. That's what makes the system go round, my friend. <laughs> I mean, it really does. I mean, trial and error, buyer beware, and all of those things work together to make capitalism work. I mean, that's yeah, no, sure. basically how, how it goes. Well, that's what the Chinese do. They bring a product to market, any product in any, any field. And they use the defects to reverse engineer things and fix it as it goes. And they use consumers' dollars to develop their products for them. So they don't even go in developing their products first. They just bring it to market. And <laughs> your hard-earned money fixes their defects over time. Yeah. And unfortunately, you're right. And unfortunately, in those markets, they don't have uh, any kind of consumer protections. And a lot of times, oh, yeah. the consumer becomes guinea pigs in very deadly experiments, right? So, Well, here in the U.S., you can't sue any company in China because all those companies in China Wait, are tied That's about to get so much easier, though, when we pass the TPP, right? <laughs> I don't know. 
right? Uh, right? Yeah. right? Well, we're going to, speaking of that, we are going to, uh, they're having a big concert um, tonight. Rage Against the TPP. Yeah. Um, Anti-Flag will be there. So I'm really excited for that. Where is that happening? Val. <laughs> we need a Val update. Val update, everyone. Yeah, it's a Rock Against the TPP. Um, so that's today at 5 o'clock, actually. The march starts at 5. Uh, doors open at the Summit Music Hall, um, 1902 Blake Street here in Denver. So if you're in the area, um, check out their Facebook. Check Where's out the, the march website. Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I we'll, should we'll figure that out. But we'll 19, out. 1902 is uh, where Summit Hall is, right? So that's where uh, the concert will be at. So that's cool. It's a free concert. All you got to do is, if you haven't already, you signed up and signed the petition online, Rock Against the TPP. We're talking about the Trans-Pacific Partnership here. Being the documentary filmmaker that I am, especially being involved in all politics, not just cannabis. That, that was one of my funny little hashtags on one of these... Uh, anti-poser <laughs> activist post was that uh, the world is bigger than pot activism but uh, is that uh, the best democracy money can buy it is done the film is done it'll be released here in September and we get into this this is one of the uh, one of the issues addressed in the film so I'll leave it at that oh by the way it's starting at the Summit Music Hall so oh so the March 2 Summit Music Hall 5pm yeah get down there you got three hours Eat something. I'm starving. That's <laughs> all I'm thinking about. Hint, hint. And then hen- we'll okay, I get it. it. <laughs> I get it. We'll get some food. <laughs> I got this nice slab sitting in front of me, kind of looking like caramel. <laughs> but mm. yeah, so what we're getting at is, um, you know, I came in, I, I say 15 years, but realistically, 11 years into the, a year ago, I started growing and was uh, taught that this is the way to do it. And, you know, there's a very few companies out there. There's very few brands. It wasn't like it is now. And um, and so it's hard for me, and so I'm trying to educate everyone I can with Brad and um, Ryan Ryan Browning, who's not here, doing uh, doing everything he can from New Mexico right now. Lots of love to Ryan, um, but to to tell people it doesn't have to be that way. We're using less newts. We're using less energy. Um, it's it's a uh, it's I don't want to say it's a revolution because it's just new technology, but doing trying to get back to the old way. Well, trying to replicate the sun. Correct. And in nature. Prior to about 20 years ago, most underground growers and horticulture growers in their house growing food crops were mixing both metal halide and HPS together, both at like 250 watt metal halide and a 200 watt HPS. And then, then the induction of long stem tulips and roses came along, and they figured out that high wattage. And only red light caused these plants to stretch the stem because of the heat wave and give a hard, maldeformed bud that's not normal in nature because of the frequency in which the lamp was firing at, the Hmm. red color, 2K. So it has its own signature frequency that travels through. And the frequency, not the color, the color is what we see, but yeah. the frequency in which the transducer the lamp is putting out is actually what shapes the bud shape. And then the heat is actually what determines the overall outcome shape of the bud in a room. Really? Yes. 
So that's that's one of the things we're getting at. Is so HBS. wait, I got So what kind of heat signature do you need to get those buds to be like those perfect Christmas tree shaped buds <laughs> that I see all the time? A lot of times, what, what you're what you're seeing there in the old days, we used to call donkey dicks. <laughs> um, I'm just making fun. You know, I'm talking about the auto trimmed, you know, buds that you get. That's done. That's actually done from quite a few things. One of it, you start with pot dynamics. Um, whatever pot you're going to finish in, you start in. So if you're going to finish in a three gallon, you start with a three gallon. You fill it up 50% full. You put a freshly rooted clone in it. You go seven to ten days, and then you backfill that pot and take it to in the, the flower to the top, and then you take it in the flower. All new lateral growth will, is all bug growth. So that's how you get those big long colas that look that way. Hmm. Um, the other thing is by starting to have the bottom half of the plant root bound up a little bit before you go in the flower, that chemically sets the height of the plant. So now, in the old days, you hear guys that used to say, oh, it's not ready yet, it's still got to finish out, it's a little loose. That's because the plant's not root bound yet. This method, the bottom half of the plant's root bound. You don't have to increase your nutrient feedings because you're not having to force feed the bottom half of the plant now. It's already root bound. So then the top half is the only part that's really eating all the new nutrients coming in. And that, during a flower cycle, relates to lateral growth of bud. Hmm. So then what you want to do is weeks five and six, you want to move the lights in closer to increase that heat signature we were just talking about. Mm -hmm. Instead of making the stem stretch, now you're making the stem stretch underneath the bud production instead of just blank stem stretch. So then you get that foxtail By moving bud. the light down. By moving the light down in five and six, weeks five and six. You get a foxtail look of your buds. Then... I've been praying to the sun to come closer. I can't <laughs> see it. Well, there's, that we're talking about frequencies there differently, where we're talking about fake lights. I know. I'm just playing with you guys. <laughs> yeah. I'm like but, trying to have this knowledge to like what I got in my backyard, right? And well, I'm just we'll like talk about fading. that in a second. Yeah. And I can <laughs> well, tell you, you have a trick everything to fix that, too. Um, yeah. When you weeks five and six, you move close. That's supposed to simulate the hottest times of summer. So then the the, the water evaporates faster out of the plants, so and then you get the foxtail look. And then as it starts to cool down, then the buds start to swell out, fill in that foxtail look, and then you get after that you raise swell. the lights back up. Then you raise the lights back up to simulate that cooler autumn feeling to swell out the plant at end of life. And then now you're just flushing. If you did those techniques and busted out your nutrient run properly and only bumped it in weeks five and six, seven and eights are flushing, and nine, you just start to chop when it start, when it shows it's ready. And we so to get this clear, we can, can't do this with HPS. No, HPS, because of the heat signature, just like full sun, causes the plant to prolong its flowering cycles. See, that heat is what extends flowering time. I wondered about that, and this was something that I noticed. You know, I haven't talked with you too much about my personal results, but I've noticed less flowering time, and that's, if you're saying that's because of heat, well, that makes a lot of sense because I don't have heat. The room is just as cool as any other room in my apartment. Correct, and you figure like a, we call, I call it a transducer, everyone else calls it a lamp. It creates a frequency, electromechanical frequency. If that electromechanical frequency gets excited enough, uh, in a lamp, we use salts to simulate electrons to an excited state to to glow. In real life, out in you know lightning strikes, that's electrons excited enough, exciting 
all the gases around that electron to glow. And the metals in that change the color of the way it glows. So we do it in a light bulb with just salt compounds under extreme pressure done under vacuum. I know it sounds weird, but electrical pressure done under a vacuum blanket of nitrogen. Sure. And that's pretty cool because you can see the salt packing in the middle, at least on the old bulbs. Yeah, you can check it. I haven't looked at the new ones. Well, the ceramics are like, uh, you can still see it, but not as clear as like a metal halide lamp. Um, One of the biggest reasons why they went to a 1,000-watt HPS was a lot of the guys were in Oregon, where it was extremely cold during those seasons in the 80s, and they didn't want to run room heaters and lamps together they thought it'd be cooler if they can run the heat from the lamp to keep the room warm enough during extreme cold cycles and that's where the thousand watts came in so all my friends who moved out west you know to the pacific northwest who told me that they were buying those lamps for sun therapy or really <laughs> just growing weed is out telling me. They, were, they were tanning <laughs> pretty much <laughs> following uh yeah the kurt cobain out there but yeah, so that's that's an interesting thing we get at because a lot of a lot of what what I'm getting at here is that we're kind of dispelling a lot of these myths, a lot of these uh, there's a lot of disinformation out there. Well, we're getting back to what we were just discussing on full sun, really quick. Good test for to run is as I tell people that are running full sun. If you take a plant in full sun and you take that, you have let's take three clones, identical plants as much as identical as they're going to be and you put one in a greenhouse one in full sun and then you put the other one in full sun under 50% white shade cloth I think that most people will find that the 50% white shade cloth plant not only finishes faster almost at the rate of HPS indoors but the bud produced out of that and the oil production produced out of that is just off the charts so I need to get some white, what's it called? It's, it's called 50, 50% shade cloth. Shade cloth. Yeah, white and, material And hang cloth. that over my plants? Yes. So I have to build a structure over my plants to do that? Well, yeah. technically, yeah. technically you're supposed to already. Oh, that's right. They're all locked that's up. Right. That's right. They're all locked yeah. up. Now let's get back to the full sun plant. The full sun plant takes almost eight months to produce where the 50% shade cloth is done in about four months on most strains. Okay? And that's because of the heat. The 55% to 50% shade cloth is rejecting large photons that made it through our atmosphere, and it bounces it back off the white shade cloth back at, at the atmosphere, and the smaller photons go through the shade cloth, and then the ion pumps within the plant's leaves then absorb those photons that made it through because they're about the same mesh size that the ion pumps want to take in. Yeah. It's like putting a square peg in a round hole. It doesn't work. But if you take away majority of the square holes or the square pegs to go in the round and only the round pegs get through, they're yeah. going to go in the round holes. Well, is that part of the reason why? Because I've never done outdoors. I'm so trying to get, and I don't think it's going to happen this season, but next season, um, fingers crossed. Is that part of the reason why people put those clear coverings on greenhouses? Well, I'm glad you brought that up too. The reason why they put the clear coverings on, on greenhouses because it's cheap covering. They can do it every couple of years. Where if you go glass, uh, it tends to heat up the the greenhouse even more. But if you ask anyone that's ever grown in a greenhouse, the number one reason why they had to add lamps into the greenhouse is because 
all stuff that allows photons to go through blocks 90% of the electromechanical wave of the sun. Wow. And frequency is what plants evolved to. Yeah. So if you think about it this way, if we go and we look at all plants out in full sun, the flowers we see are determined by the frequency of the sun. Not just a spectral curve, because that's just a small human, if you took a human hair size, all the spectral energy we see and all the radiation frequencies is the size of human hair thickness. I don't care what strand color it is, it's that thick. Yeah. So... Everything else determined what a flower looks like. Yeah. So if you got glass, I'll put it in another way. Yeah, I get, I get it. If you paid $500 a ticket to go see the Eagles live in Aspen and you had to listen to them through a brick wall, <laughs> that's what a greenhouse is to flowers. You just paid – It's the greenhouse is the brick wall. Even though light's going through it, it blocked all the electromechanical waves wow. that determine – the look of the plant. So anyone that's did a lot of greenhouse growing, they all have to introduce lamps back into the greenhouse because they need transducers to introduce electromechanical frequencies back into the greenhouse. Uh, I didn't know that. I thought it was supplemental lighting. Yeah, that's what that's what the street light vendors like to call it. <laughs> that's but interesting. That's interesting. Oh yeah. But it's actually much more involved than that. It's the lamp itself is a transducer like a speaker producing sound. Uh, except this transducer produces light that we see, um, where the plants themselves evolved since the dawn of time to electromechanical frequencies. The casualty of it yeah. all. Yeah. Well, it's the stuff you, that you don't see that people can't comprehend, you know. Well, that's like in a grow room. If we go back and look at all the old high times before the new crew took over... Uh, these guys were hitting a pound and a half to two pounds yeah. on 400 watts and 200 watt systems. What changed? Well, we can go through the list. They stopped growing with mixed spectrums. They started growing with only HPS, which is a low frequency. And the first thing they had to do with that low frequency was to increase room heat to force the plant to respirate. Well, unfortunately, the plants would lock out because yeah. over-salting a plant oh, yeah. locks them up. So the second thing they did is, oh, well, you have to use RO water. Well, no, that didn't do anything. That opened up a whole new mess of headaches. Then they said, well, they reformulated all the nutrients to have heavy chelations, oh, EDTA. Yeah, yeah. So, but the only problem with EDTA is they don't work unless you drop your, unless you drop your feeding pH below 6.3. Yeah. Well, anything below 6.5 causes stress in a plant root zone. At that point in time, powdery mildew, mold, and pheromones from the plants start to be produced and bugs start to come. Well, if you only have bad bugs in your room, they multiply rapidly. Take the watering pH back up to 6.5 and watch the pheromones that the plants produce and the bugs drop off. Well, and every bottle you buy says set your pH between, what, 5.8? 5, 5.8 eight and 6.3. Yeah. Because they're relying on EDTation. EDTA chelations and an overheated room through forced respiration to stack weight on a plant. But the problem with that scenario is now you're at 70 to 90 day flower cycles. And that, yeah, and people are like, oh, well, you know, that's just my strain. It's just my strain. Yeah. But it's, it's not. It's their growing environment and the way they're being fed. Because if you take the same stuff, the same strains, and you introduce pot dynamics to the, to the picture... 
and you get your plants under control and then you do light dose feedings but you're doing I do like me personally I do anywhere between 8 and 12 feedings a day oh, wow. in a 24 hour cycle but I'm low dose feeding if I'm going to feed that week 500 p.m.s I'm going to take 500 ppms, divide it out seven days, and then I'm going to divide each day over 12 feedings, and that's the amount of ppms I'm going to feed them every single time. So my timer set to come on, feed for a set time, and then shut off. And then the air movement in and out of my room determines respiration of my plants, not the extreme heat. Because anything over 80 degrees, the plants start to shut down in photoinhibition. And people... So and people might people might be listening to us and be like, oh man, this is complicated. There's a bunch of bunch of shit, you know, we're talking about here, but it really isn't. It's not. So it's just one of those things where you gotta sit down and listen to it one by one by one. And the basics are like this: room temperatures need to stay at 76 degrees, lights on, plenty of fresh air circulation. I like to do 25 to 30 times the room volume an hour. So I like to air keep in and out. air in and out. I don't do much CO2 because we have enough CO2 already monotomically scrubbed <laughs> that the plant has already evolved to for millions of years. When well, everyone uses CO2 in the HPS game. Well, yeah, that's one of those band-aids like the RO water and CalMag and bonding everything to iron. They're just band-aids to try and keep a plant alive to end of life. So, uh, sorry, Jay distracted me. Um, but yeah, so what we're what we're getting at here is that well, just like everything we have been told is not it's not necessarily the way. One, they're flat out lying. You know, they're trying to sell us stuff. Well, you can't have a hundred million dollar industry of hydro stores to go public when. All you need is to do is keep your watering and feeding pHs at 6.5, keep your plant room temperatures at 76 degrees lights on, 79 degrees lights off, plants build overnight, they like it warmer. Um, the only time you want to drop your, your temperatures is during the last week of flush, and then you get your nice pretty purpling and hardening off. If your plants have any other color than light green and a dark purple from a cold flush, you have metals left over that your plant never flushed out. And astrology shows us that. The study of astrology. The color of stars are metal yeah. in, in the gas ion. And what, what, so what we mean here by flush is this by using regular water to flush out the nutrients that we put in artificially to feed the plant. And another thing, too, I was getting at, especially, uh, is that everything we're talking about here can be set on timers. This this is not something where you have to be not spending ten hours in your garden a day. You know, you set it once and you just check up on it every now and then. Set it and forget it. That's what I tell Val. <laughs> well, it's a little bit more involved than that, but it's 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 the difference between you know making it a full time job in your head or making it a fun time job in your head. Exactly. Exactly, and that's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to get at too. At this, in this whole thing, is that it's a, uh, it's fun. It's therapy. It's it's therapeutic. At the same time, to grow something, to get your hands dirty, to see it grow. If you hear a grower constantly complaining about his grow room not always being right, or he had a bad run, or this or that, that's someone you just don't want to take advice from. <laughs> Seriously, really? I don't know, and I know a lot of those. If you got a guy, he may not be hitting like the the, the mystical. 
three pounds of light. Uh, but he's hitting, you know, a solid pound and a half, two pounds of light. But he's doing it back to back to back solid all the time. Mm-hmm. And he's doing it on like 600 watt lights. Yeah, I'd be paying attention to someone like that. Yeah. Because that guy will easily understand the philosophy of even lower wattage and how spectral curve and electromechanical frequencies determine nutrient mobility, especially calcium. Calcium likes the 8,000 to 10,000 Calvin range to be fluid. Yeah, so people are... And what... It's it's one of those things, too. People are like, what? You know, what is all this you're talking about? It's it's a... Science. It's science. Stand back there, science. But no, it's a... It's simple, you know, and and what why it becomes so difficult, you know, as it was difficult for me to comprehend is because I was taught to do it wrong. I was taught to do it differently and then taught that that was the right way. Well, that's because, once again, it, it all goes back to a conglomerate group of a few guys that controlled everything in the hobby market. Yep. And they needed it made in one direction to their products, and anything else that was based in reality had to be a lie in the weed industry because this was a mystical entity. This thing is from outer space, a whole different <laughs> other planet, but yet if they just studied biology, you and I are made from out-of-this-world yep. mystical qualities. Oh, yeah. Um, hell, we could even say that we're on our, our own universe walking generators, nuclear generators. Yeah, that's true, especially with the, how we process food and whatnot. Exactly. So people might look at us crazy, but no, just uh, I call what they've done in the hobby market scientific. Again, the pimp my room mentality. You can't have a hundred million dollar, a hundred billion dollar industry without selling a lot of products. But if you go to the ag markets that are doing it successfully, not the wrong way. There's we know the difference. Yeah, those guys aren't stacking a lot of products. No. They're keeping it simple. The, the good old kiss, keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. Yeah, works very well. Well, because that's what I've been noticing, too, but it's it's one of those things where you're like, oh, no, this can't be this like farming. This can't be like growing any other plant. It's it's different. Well, it's- that's because the old-timers <laughs> mystified this shit to protect a market that the government made illegal in the first place, just like liquor. In the old days, we can go back to a president, even though he was assassinated, was completely put in the office by liquor prohibition. Yep. Jay will talk all day about that. Mr. Kennedy. Um, and, and, and there's no different here. We're going to watch politicians pop up everywhere coming in the next 20 years that have all come from the marijuana prohibitions. No different than any other prohibition. It's just the way it happens. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Because right now, still, um, we're about to get out of here. But uh, we're still in the, in the mentality where our society looks at politicians... Especially our our professional quote unquote society looks at politicians who are involved with cannabis as like, oh, he's just another pot guy. He's just another weed. You know, know. we were talking about this yesterday, and here's something that we should end the show on on a positive note. How about all of us activists nationwide get off the hate wagon and get on the bandwagon of limiting Congress? To only two, three-year terms. That's what we need to do to change this society. Get rid of the dinosaurs in Congress. And we all know who they are. <laughs> oh, yeah. How 
So that's what we need to do for a positive thing. We wanted to be an activist. Let's be positive. Let's force the dinosaurs to take we the people to Congress to to two three year terms. So a president is dealt with three three Congresses in in a two term service. Agree. Totally agree. I wanted to emphasize that by mentioning that this November, uh, like. Almost all of our representatives are up for re-election, and we do have an opportunity to clean house. Now, I have called my own radio show on Mondays with Larissa Boulevard, Viva la Revolution, for the last three-plus years, and that is exactly the revolution that we are calling for, cleaning house in Congress, both houses of Congress, right? I'm talking on the national level. That's the revolution we need, a revolution in Congress and term limits are a big part of that. So I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah, I'd right. like to see publicly funded campaigns. I think that would be cool. Every politician gets the same amount of money and can only use that much for their campaign. I think that would be cool. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, once they once, <laughs> once the Supreme Court voted, you know, corporations as private citizens for donations. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll just leave that one alone. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna keep on pushing. That's that's what I'm gonna leave you guys with. We're gonna keep on pushing. But I wanna I wanna give a big shout out um, to Brad and Elaine for coming in um, today and tell us where we can find find your lights. Where can we if we want to learn more about them? If we want to look into getting them ourselves, where can we get them? Um, we have we sell them online, and then we have a few select stores nationwide. We like to do dealer uh, protection. Um, Bob. Over at Indoor Paradise, he carries our lights. Uh, the Grow Depot carries our lights off of I-25. Both these shops are just directly off I-25. One is off I-25 and Broadway um, on a frontage road. That's the Indoor Paradise. The other one is off I-25 on 104th area um, in an old Albertson shopping center. Uh, and then we have the Grow. What's there's Rachel. Growfax Five. Oh, she she also carries our our lights. Um, Growfax Consulting. Tim, he carries our lights. So that's just here locally. We have more people in Texas. We have some people back east. We got a distributor back east that we're working on details right now. Are they available online? Yes, they're available online through our website. Endomax.com. Endomax.com. E n d o m a x x. Correct. Dot com. Yep. Cool. Well, check them out. I've been using them. Um, I just got two new three, th- two new three fifteens yesterday that I am very excited to add into the garden. And you got some new, uh, the new one fifty lamps. Oh yes. So that the three point two Ks. Yeah, that's what I was. <laughs> well, I'll talk to you about that real quick off air. I mean, it's just they only run three point two, right? That yeah, the they're three point two K. The only thing we did was add a little bit more green and blue back to our new Sun Pulse lamp series. Um, Gerald Garrison from Sun Pulse. Uh, we went to him since he's has a degree in photobiology, a PhD, and I said, "Well, instead of dealing with the same people that the hydro industry has been dealing with for the last 25 years, the streetlight vendors and manufacturers, we went to a guy that actually got a degree in photobiology and has studied the history of plants and what we've known in the last hundred years how man-made light affects plants." So he's at the authority in the forefront, him and Dan at the Hydroponic Society of America, a nonprofit organization. 
um, we went to them and we just said and sat down and said, let's build something that's for the plants and not for the hype. Yeah, and that's that's why I love you guys so much because uh, we need a revolution. You know, we need uh, when it comes to this this whole industry, we need a revolution. And um, I'm glad you're here leading the charge. Yeah, and the one of the biggest things that growers just don't haven't grasped yet the concept is spectral curve determines nutrient mobility. So HPS is only 18% spectral curve regardless of the brand on the lamp, including mine. If I had an HPS, it would only be 18% spectral curve. 42% spectral curve means that nutrient flows through the plant a lot faster, which means that you have to reduce your nutrient runs. I go between between 400 and 750 peak, and that 750 peaks at week seven. And we're talking parts per million, so that means we're saving money here. And my multiplier, yes, and my multiplier's a, a 442, not a 500. Oh wow! So it's even less. Yeah. And the and what he's talking about here, um, nutrient costs. Yeah, and the 42 percent spectral energy is what um, these brand of lights have. Correct. So, with, with the 3K lamp, the 3.2K lamp from Sunpulse, where the other lamps from Philips, once again, they built that lamp to mimic only the 18% spectral curve. Oh, wow. Curve. See, I didn't even know that. Yeah, the Argo lamp was designed to mimic only the spectral curve of HPS. But HPS, once again, when we're talking about how frequency determines the shape of buds. Well, the big fat buds with the extreme heat under HPS was caused by frequency over 70 to 90 days for most strains. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was the frequency and the overheated conditions. When you go under full spectrum, you have to reduce the nutrients and learn how to respirate the room to get the same results. You just can't keep feeding it the same. If you do, you're going to have not the yields. So if you guys have any questions and want to know more about this or questions about what Brad was talking about today, hit them up on Facebook, Endomax. Endomax. Facebook.com backslash Endomax, right? Yeah, I think it's it's Endomax Electronics. Oh, Endomax Electronics. But check them out. That's E-N-D-O-M-A-X-X. On Facebook. But thanks again for coming on the show, Brad. Um, We're going to leave you guys. And uh, thanks again for having us in the beautiful Treehouse Studios, right? Above uh, 710 Pipes here in Denver. And I got you my know, new rig from them today. East and I uh, just got to give lots of love. Pipes Peak, I want to give a shout out to D's T, Skunk Works Nutrients. Behind us, supporting us, we got the clinic. So I got to give lots of them to them because we wouldn't be here without them. But uh, we are signing off, guys. Thanks for tuning in again. You're listening to the Mike Y Show. We'll be back next Saturday here on Toke Radio. Oh,